Welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining into our podcast. This is the Godly Growth. My name is David Webb, and I am with Eric Taylor. Yes, and this podcast is really dedicated to those people who might be new in their Christian faith or some people who actually just want to look at uh, some of Christian principles a little bit deeper and just have a deep discussion about it. Um, Not just conventional as far as just having an actual Bible study or um, sitting in front of a preacher and, and hearing the word that way, but to actually have discussion and hopefully grow closer to the Lord in this. So thank you for tuning in, and we're, we're just going to dive right in. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the main things that uh, troubles some people, especially whenever you first become a Christian, is Christian is not perfect. Being Christian is not perfect because um, immediately whenever you become a Christian or you identify as a Christian, people are quick to be like, oh, you, you do that? Yeah. And you a Christian, you know what I'm saying? So I think that it's crazy that um, they expect you to be perfect overnight, even though you change yes. right overnight. But have you experienced some of that? Yes. Um, you know, for me, I grew up in the church. My father, he's a pastor. My stepmother, you know, she's the, the wife of a pastor. You know, so I was always looked at as, you know, the preacher's. Oh, so you was bad. Yeah, preacher's son. Everybody said that the preacher's kid is bad. I I was bad. I kind (laughs) of rebelled, you know. I grew up in the church. I was in the church constantly, you know. But, you know, I mean, people just, you know, out in the world, they just, you know, they they expect you to, a Christian, look a certain type of way. I would say somewhat perfect. It's it's, it's not like that, you know. You don't make questionable decisions or whatnot. I mean, it's a a process to to get where you want to go. I feel as though once you identify as a Christian, especially whenever you're a new Christian, Mm -hmm. you're saying that I am willing to acknowledge my mistakes and try to learn from them. Yes. That it's not just a simple, you know, okay, Christian now, now I don't do anything wrong ever. I think you you said white clean. (laughs) You set yourself up for failure if, you know, if you go into it that way, like, you know, you go in there, you give your life over to Christ and you just like, you know, from this day forward, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going. I'm going to stop. You know, having sex outside of outside of marriage. I'm going to stop smoking. You know, drinking and all of that. You know, you can't just change all of that overnight. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna take a while for you know for 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 God to work on you. You know, you just can't for sure give it up like that. You know, even people who don't you know who are not religious at all. You know, I mean. Look, you know, Some of them can live people what you would are, think is a Christian life. Like, yeah, but, they don't do any of that. But people who are addicted to drugs or whatnot, they just can't quit overnight. Right. It's still a process with them. Yeah. So why would this be any different? You know, yeah. I mean, so. That is actually perfect. Like, trying to quit anything cold turkey is rough. Yeah. You know, like I said, you're setting yourself up for failure. Anything cold you know? turkey is rough. And you have to go through a detox period. I think that God allows us to be able to have that detox period. Yeah. And that's why it says in the word, you know, come as you are. Yes. A lot of people associate that with, you know, your clothes. It's not just your clothes. It's you. It's it's how you are. So um, something that happens, at least I've witnessed it within the church um, that I grew up in. Not the church I'm at now, but the Mm -hmm. church I grew up in is there there would be a lot of people who would almost be shunned from coming in just because, you know, they are still out in the world. Or they, you know, they listen to, you know, rap music or whatnot. 
and or they might have a certain look about them or, or carry themselves a certain way. Like I said, yeah. it's it baffles me because it's like those are the people who you want, want to, come to come in. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like those are the people that you would think that you want to say, hey, hey, you need a little bit of this work. Yeah. But those are the people that's like, nah, now that you're in here, you know, you you can't dress like yeah. that or you you can't act that way. It's like, you know, you're not you're not bringing people closer to Christ whenever you act like that. No. You need to allow people the bandwidth to be them and be like, okay, I'm going to a place where I'm accepted. I think, I think, you know, a lot of Christians forget where they started at. So they see people coming in and they're automatically, you know, judging them like, Hey, like you said, they dress this certain type of way or they talk this certain type of way. They look like this, but forget where they came from. Right. I mean, at some point in time you were at your lowest when you decided to turn your life over to Christ, I mean, it's so, I mean, why don't you, you know, look at them the same way? Like, Hey, come on in, let me help you out. But I think people, I think we forget, you know, where we came from. Man. So, I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> that is the truth. Like, yeah. If you just for a second, just say, cause almost everybody in the church that we experience this, like in our profession, yeah. like I used to be the worst whenever yeah. I was, you know, younger you know i used to be i used to do this and do that and do Mm -hmm. this it's like okay well someone took the time to say even though they're going down that wrong path yeah i mean those are modern day miracles Mm -hmm. people look for miracles all the time like they're like man there's no more miracles where god is you know splitting uh seas and everything you know where you can walk across like the red sea like there are modern day miracles whenever someone can go from you know, being a drug dealer yeah. or being addicted to pornography or whatever it might be to mm-hmm. leading a church like that is a modern day miracle. Somebody giving their life over to Christ to me, that's I mean, that's a miracle because that person could have easily just said, you know, I, I'm i OK where I'm at and I want to continue right. doing what I'm doing. But the fact that they like you said, they acknowledge and they they that they need help. They need to find they need to find something that's going to, you know, I mean, find their purpose in life. I mean, and if they want to turn their life over to Christ. I mean, I. That's a miracle in his own in his own right. I fully agree with that. So like, <laughs> we see we see miracles every single day. You know, you you waking up. You just have to open up your eyes and yeah. acknowledge that there are yeah. miracles. Hey, you waking up every day. <laughs> you making it home from work every day. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you could have easily something easily could have happened to you on the way home. Right. But God, you know, hey, you made it home. Now the the difficult part for whenever you first become a Christian and trying to explain to people. Christian isn't perfect is that you are still going to be just because you change doesn't mean that everything around you has changed. I think that that's a big challenge that we have is I have changed. Something is different in me, Mm -hmm. but my situation might still be the same, but how you change on the inside really affects how you look at things on the outside. Just because I change doesn't mean that my boss is not going to still be a jerk to me. Yeah, he was a jerk yesterday. I've changed now. All of a sudden, he's not going to be a jerk. No, that would be short sighted to me. You just got to change the way. I mean, how you view things and how you respond. Yeah, and how you respond is going to be. It's going to be you know different. I know for for me personally, something that I, you know, that I pray for you know each and every day since I've been doing the the twenty one day Daniel fast. It's been rough, but you know. 
I was about to ask you how's that going. Yeah, it's been rough. I'm, <laughs> I'm like a, a week and some change in, and you know I'm struggling. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I mean, listen. I hope the Lord sees what I've been doing, and you know, He's <laughs> He's pleased with what I've been doing. But something that I pray is, you know, I, I ask the Lord to, you know, to open my eyes so that I can see what He's trying to show me. Open my ears so that I can hear what He's trying to say to me. You know, open my heart so I can receive you know, whatever he may be saying to me and, you know, and just open my mind so that I can understand what he's trying to say as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, so that's, you know, that's just, that's something that I, that I do for myself. Is, is rough. Um, it is. But I'm, I'm glad that, well, for those people who might be listening that don't know what a Daniel fast is, A, you can Google it. Google is your friend mm-hmm. in, in this instance. <laughs> Google is your friend. But uh, for those people who are just listening to the podcast and they don't want to look it up right now, what is the Daniel fast? What ha, what have you cut out during your Daniel fast that you would normally partake in? Oof. Um, tobacco. Yeah. Uh, well, chewing tobacco. I don't smoke, but uh, chewing tobacco. Um, drinking. Yeah. Alcohol. Um. The way I mean been trying to 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 change the way like i said just the way that i i view things just my whole mentality trying to trying to change my mentality you know not looking at things so in a negative light i would say you know try to take the positive out of my situation right uh there's certain things you can't eat right yeah (laughs) how could of course no no meat anything like that i mean no uh, meat yeah, it's it's rough. It's a lot. It's, I have a whole list and whatnot, but I mean, really, what I could eat, you know, just fruit, vegetables, mm-hmm. um, you know, things of that nature. Salad. Just, yeah, drinking water. I mean, that's it's pretty much it. I mean, it has it's it's been good, you know, so far. I mean, like I said, it's I have my rough moments, you know, and like I said, I'm a week and some change in, you know, but for the most part, I mean, you know, it's 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 been going well. Um, lost a lot of weight. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, you know lost a lot of weight. Of that, yeah, yeah. I'm you know, you. <laughs> you ain't eating everything that you used to eat. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's 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 good. You know, like I said, I mean, you have to Google it to see, you know, what you can eat and what you can't eat. I mean, of course, you can we can go deep into it, but that's just you know a little bit of what you know what's going on with the Daniel fast. But see, even whenever I did the Daniel fast, um, it enlightened me to some stuff and, and it's, it's still very on topic with our, our topic today because um, I would talk to people who I know and I would tell them that I'm on a Daniel fast and they're like, what, like, why are you going on a Daniel fast? And that was very enlightening to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was enlightening to me because it made me think about, okay, I'm, I'm doing this Christian walk mm-hmm. and how many people am I really letting see that shine through. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like some people they they know and they're like, oh okay, yeah. He's very religious and he's doing a fast. And it, it's just like that. But then there's other people in my life that's like, why are you doing a fast? M- mostly people that I work with, honestly. Because yeah. I don't really have that that big of a circle at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um uh they're like, you know, why are you doing a fast? So it really opened up my eyes to say, okay, I need to be uh more of a billboard for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, whenever you're starting out or, or even if you've been in this game for a while and, and people try to, you know, judge you like, oh, well, you, ain't you supposed to be Christian? You ain't supposed to be doing this, 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 and that, yeah. and this, and this. <laughs> it's like, 
First of all, are you a Christian? Like, do yeah. you understand what it even means to? Yeah. And that's something else. Like, if you if you really focus on what people who are not even of your faith are saying about you or to you, you've kind of missed the mark. But yeah. it's easy to because it's like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't. Because, like, sometimes they'd be right. But they're right for their own selfish reason. They're yeah. right to try to tear you down. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, they're not saying, oh, well, you shouldn't do that to try to help you out. Yeah. I mean, like, if I know that you're fasting, I'm not going to come in here with a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not going to come in here with a cheeseburger. But um, the moment that you do something, um, people will be like, well, you know, I, I thought that you was Christian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, so Christian, Christian still is not perfect. But what helps you with that is stuff like fasting. Because whenever I fast, whenever I was getting hungry, that's whenever I try to divert my mind to Focusing on, yeah, focusing on God, <laughs> praying, you know, yes. just, I feel like the whole, I mean, the whole purpose of, you know, fasting is, you know, to, to, to grow closer to God, you know, build that relationship up, you know, I mean, yeah. and, you know, work on, you know, those things that's going to help you get through these hard times, you know, I mean, you know, everything that we're, I mean, as we're going to go through future topics or whatnot, the things that we talk about, you know, just to build I mean, build that strength to to fight through all of that, you know. I mean, so, I mean, that's the whole purpose of it. But I mean, you're going to have your hard times. I mean, and right, I think it's important that we know that people know as Christians. I mean, it's you're going to stumble, you're going to fall, you're going to make mistakes. It's all right, you know. I mean, you just got to get up and keep keep pushing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you're you're not going to be perfect. There's only one person that you know has been perfect in this world. <laughs> we all know who that be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just don't lose faith. Keep keep grinding. That's all it's about. And you know? just don't listen to the noise whenever someone, nah. again, just tries to say, oh, oh, I thought that you was Christian. Like, I don't know why. The Lord is going to have to work on me. Okay? <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm just being 100. Like, the Lord is going to have to work on me. Because whenever I hear people say, oh, you think that you're Christian, I immediately get defensive. Like, uh, I'm talking about, like, instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I'll just be hot. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll be hot. I just ask me a question. I mean, why, why would you say that? I mean, yeah. what's, what's what's the reason of you saying that? Mm-hmm. Right. And and their real reason, no matter what they say, yeah. is to try to tear you back down yeah. or or belittle your faith. Get a reaction out of you to yes. be like, hey, see? Uh-huh. Right. I told you. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, luckily, I ain't going to say luckily. The, the Holy Spirit has enough a hold of me that I haven't, like, lashed out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't cut somebody out because of it. Yeah. Even though, in my mind, I did. So, I had, yeah. to, I had to repent for that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to turn from that sin. But um, it's something about, like, people that try to identify. Like, that's, it, 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 just, it just does not make sense to me. Like, if you're not of this faith, hey, why are you worried about it? I mean, truly. Like, why are you worried about it? And I think that most people's response would be because you think that you're holier than thou. And mm-hmm. holier than thou, that statement right there, equally, I get hot. Because it's not about me saying, oh, I'm so much better than you. Mm-hmm. Fasting, being a Christian overall, and anything that I do in this Christian walk isn't about anybody else. It's about, it's about yeah, myself yeah. and my walk with God. Yeah. Not you. But I get hot. like that's well, people see that, that and they. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know why people see that and they, you know, they want to tear down others. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. 
But it is what it is. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, people don't like seeing other people doing good, you know, or right. trying to get their life together. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we we deal with it each and every day. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, women, all of that, you know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking from a man's perspective. Like, you're trying to get your life right, and then next thing you know, that chick that you was, you know what I'm saying, messing with, and you trying to cut off, she's still coming back. <laughs> it be like that. I'm, you know, I might be speaking from experience, but I'm just saying <laughs> You know no, I mean everybody has something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, and then like, why are you trying to act like this? You weren't this way. Now all of a sudden, oh, you all, you know, I mean, high and mighty. You know, I mean, what's the right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, why I got to be like that? I'm trying to get my life right. Yeah, that, you know? I mean, they'll talk about you if you post something, Chris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, you, you all, you, you're a good goody two shoes yeah. now. You or, should or, want. I mean, you should now. want. You should want somebody to do good. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that may be. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but yes, hey. in anything in life, yeah, but it's it's it ain't like that. Not everybody wants you to do good. No, that that's just that's a real like a reality that you have to come to grips with. And again, whenever you're first becoming Christian, or again, if you've just been Christian for a while, but you realize, hey, I'm not living how I should be living, mm-hmm. and you try to make a change. A, the devil will test that theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the devil will be like, oh, for real? What about this? Because you have to understand your enemy in order to try to defeat your enemy. The devil understands you. He knows exactly what buttons to push. Your weaknesses. <laughs> he knows what you like. Mm-hmm. He knows, oh, this particular guy likes whatever. You know, a uh, uh, tall, uh, brown-skinned girl. Or light skinned girl or white girl, whatever it might be, or or this girl likes a guy that you know drives this kind of car. That dude that drives that kind of car is gonna come through your way. You will be tested. <laughs> you will be tested the moment that you try to proclaim and, and and say, "Hey, I'm a Christian and I'm riding for God." The devil gonna be like, "Okay, let's just see how dedicated you really are." Yeah. I mean something <laughs> something for me to help me out in situations like that, you know. I mean, I I know my weaknesses. And I try my best to keep myself out of those situations. Huh. I mean, even though sometimes get, you have to run. No, yeah. And I, <laughs> I'm just saying that you, once you know that you're in a situation and you know that, you know, what I'm saying this situation here, I mean, that's one of your weaknesses. Right. At that moment, you should you should flee from that situation. You, sh- yeah. you got to get out of there because if you leave, I mean, if you stay in there, I mean, that you're setting yourself up for failure. And it says that in the word that he'll always leave an out for you. You yes. always leave a ram in the bush for you. Mm-hmm. So there's never been a sin that you committed that there was just no, no way. way. Yeah. No. <laughs> there, yeah. There's a way to get out of yeah. it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, so, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, look. Times like this, where you know I'm doing the fastest to to you know what I'm saying to grow strong and and be able to fight these battles <laughs> because they coming. They'll definitely come. You know they coming. And while you're down, while you're in the battle, mm-hmm. you might slip. Yes. And and the moment that you slip again, people will say, "Oh, well, I thought that you was Christian." Don't mean perfect. No. Christian means that I have slipped and. I acknowledge it and I ask God for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And not only do I ask God for forgiveness, and this, this is this is a nugget. Y'all can take this for free. This wasn't even in the cliff notes today. Not only do you have to ask God for forgiveness, but if you truly want to change, you truly want to be closer, you have to ask God for 
the vision and the strength to be able to not fall into it again. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, because he left you out and you still took it. You still you still took the bait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still committed the sin. But if you truly want to change, like you truly like God, you know, work on me with this is you have to have a very intentional prayer. Yeah. And say, God, this is something that I like to do. Be direct. This is something that my flesh enjoys doing. I want to do. I like to do it. Mm -hmm. I like it. But I love you more. Mm -hmm. God, give me the strength. Give me direction. Mm -hmm. Give me the focus to be able to turn from that. I mean, literally repent, turn away from that sin and try to not do it again. Mm -hmm. And really all it takes is one time. One time of that opportunity coming up and you don't take it. Okay. That means that I have control over. I can do it. That's a that's a small win. There. Yeah, I mean, God so. is giving me the strength to be able yeah. to to you know fight that off. Yeah. So you need to go to that well every time because mm-hmm. he ain't gonna run. It ain't gonna run out. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying? it ain't gonna run out as long as you know that it's coming from him and not just from your own personal willpower. You gotta set those boundaries, man. Yeah, man, that's a key word. You gotta set those boundaries. <laughs> that's a key word. I mean, you know, I mean, if. Whatever your weakness may be, you know, I mean, you got to set those boundaries. You can't just can't put yourself in situations where, you know, what I'm saying you forced to make these decisions or whatnot. You just don't want to be in that situation because, I mean, we're all human. Yeah. I mean, there may be a time where you fight against it and you make it out of it. Yeah. The next time you may not make it out of it. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you know you like to, you know, what I'm saying, you know, you have a weakness with, with, with drinking, do not go to the bar. Yeah. You might make it out of there one time. But that next time you go there, Don't test you, it. you know what I'm saying? The next time you go there, you may have had a rough day. You know, you may be feeling down or whatever. You mm-hmm. just want something to take the edge off. And then, boom, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Back I mean, in it. Now you, it's, it's a slippery slope from there. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Just set those boundaries, man. I mean, and, you know, you, you got to have people in your circle as well that want to see you do good in life. You know what I'm saying? So, right. if, you know, I mean, if you are. You know, I would say for us, you know, you want to, you know, turn your life over to Christ or whatnot. I mean, and the same thing for me. So, I mean, I, I, as your friend, shouldn't, you know, put you in those situations that's going to cause you to do something that, you know, that you're going to regret or whatever the case it is. You right. know, I should be looking out for you as your brother. Yeah. You know, I mean, and making sure that, you know, you stay on this, this, this right path to try to get to where you, you want to be in this walk with God. And so, I mean, you know, having the right circle around you, you know, never say you got to set those boundaries. You know, you just can't let anybody in your circle because any, I mean, that people will bring you down. That That, <laughs> that is so key. I mean, that goes back to um, at our church, our pastor said that whoever has your ear has your faith. Mm-hmm. And whenever you said that, like, I was kind of stuck. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Like, I was stuck because, I mean, being being a Christian – the benefits outweigh the the heartache, and the heartache yes. is not that you know bad things are going to come into your life. The heartache is that you're going to lose some stuff that you really want. You're yes. going to lose some people yes. that you really want. Like there are some places that you might really enjoy going. Mm-hmm. You you can't go there because it's not in line with God. But whoever has your ear, mm-hmm. like like you said, you know your circle, like. Whenever he said that, I immediately reevaluated everybody around me. Mm-hmm. And there are some people who, I mean, and you said it earlier, I had to set some boundaries up. Like, yeah, 
it's not that I hate you and you're not a bad person, but I, I can't talk to you as much. I can't let you have my ear, my attention yeah. as much because I see a vision of where I'm trying to go yeah. and what I'm trying to do. And you're not aligned with that vision. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily like, hey, what is it that you can do for me? It's not that. It's just that if I want to do something that's positive in my life, mm-hmm. can I count on you for support? And if you're trying to do something in your life that's positive, I will be that for you. Yeah. I'm going to sow into you mm-hmm. and, and, and help build you up. But whenever you become Christian, like you truly are going to have to cut some people out and cut some people off. And it's not going to feel good, but it's going to be necessary mm-hmm. because you can't let everybody talk to you. No, you can't let every like, like most people be like, man, I got, I got a tight circle. Well, let's evaluate your circle for those people that are there. A, and this one rough, if you lost them, would you know what to do? Because if you're like, I just have no idea what I would do, you place them higher than they need to be mm-hmm. in your life because God needs to be number one in your life. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it won't hurt, but I'm saying that God needs to be, God, God warrants you to have that type of feeling for the relationship with him. Yes. So I don't want to lose my relationship with God. No. That's how serious it is. And then, too, it's just like, okay, are these people in line with my purpose for my life or my vision for my life? If the answer is no, then why are they spending so much time around you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why are yeah. you even, oh, I don't talk to them. I text them. That's still time. Look, whatever you lose, you know, on this 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 walk with God, you know, I mean, God is going to replace it with something better. I mean, so oh, you, yeah, you may sure. have lost these friends that, you know, you went out and, you know, party with or whatever the case it is, but... God is going to replace these people that you may have lost in your life with something that's going to push you down that path that he wants you to be on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to get you to where you envision yourself being, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, for for me, you know, like I said, want to be a man of God, man of valor, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I have to, like you said, got to cut certain people out, but I believe he's going to put certain people around me. It's going to get me to where, you know, I envision myself being on this walk with God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's going to, you know, he's going to replace it with something better. He's always going to leave you a way out and always leave you a ram in the bush. Mm-hmm. And as long as you surround yourself with other like-minded people, like-minded is not, oh, I mean, he's going to surround me with people that like to watch basketball like I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's like-minded is in we all believe that Jesus died on the cross for us yeah. and that we are trying to better our lives. I mean, it's not always, I know it's not the the cool thing to do every time, but it's the most necessary thing to do. You need to focus on your treasures in heaven, not on earth. Mm-hmm. But it's hard because we wrapped up in this flesh, you know what I mean? No, like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard. I'm, I know that whenever I think about being a Christian, the things that I've had to cut out and the people that I've had to cut off, some of those people that were really cool. Yeah. I mean, like, those people were really cool. Some things I really, like, I really enjoy dancing. I I enjoyed going to go dance, but I know that whenever I go do that, what, um, what else it comes with. Yeah. And what, what, what it invites. And that's not something that I want in my life. And see something like that, you know, you know, 
people may look at that like, you know, if you are dancing, Christians can't dance or Christians can't be a certain type of way because they look at Christians a certain type of way. You know, you right. see them trying to rap, dance and whatever. I'm like, you shouldn't be doing that. It's not that God doesn't want you to have fun. I'm sure you can go and dance, but it has to be. I mean, if you're around, like I said, that circle or you with, you know, your wife or whatever, y'all right. are having a good time. I mean, that yeah. is something completely different. You can dance, enjoy yourself right. or whatnot. But like you said, I mean, you know, how it used to be. No. Where not. you where you go do this at yeah. and who you're around then yeah. and and what things it invites yes for uh, you know again just looking at me personally like for for the type of dancing and, and mm-hmm. um, the areas in which you know we're going to go dance and all that mm-hmm. stuff it just invites things that are not of God and it's a slippery slope because yes. it's fun is re- I mean. Yes, it's fun. It's fun. But then the closer that you get to God, you start to reevaluate what's fun. Yes. <laughs> like, that's what's crazy. Like, you'd be like, oh, man. Like, I heard this word, and it just hit me. <laughs> like, it mm-hmm. hit me. I got to I gotta text my brother. I got to tell him about this. Yeah. Like, I got to look at this video, and I got to send this out because this this is crazy. This is fun. So, Your whole outlook on life starts to change. Yes. Yes, but mm-hmm. it's but you're not going to be perfect. No. So don't feel like, oh, well, um, I look at this person because everybody has somebody that they look at that's like, man, that person is spiritually mature. Like that mm-hmm. person is or that we might even look at it like that person has made it. Yeah. Like I want to be more like that person. Understanding that everybody has a past and a story. Mm-hmm. And then you don't know what all goes on with that person in their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can look at them and be like, OK, well. You know, why are they successful? Well, they don't go certain places and they mm-hmm. don't talk to certain people. Mm-hmm. You start right there, you're on the right way. You're on the right way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, and that concludes the pilot. <laughs> I think that was a pretty solid first episode. Yes, sir. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And we will definitely see you when we see you. Yes, sir. Be blessed. Hallelujah.